Coming to you from the southwestern corner of Manitoba, sharing fresh perspectives from real educators. Tune in as teachers relate their stories of professional learning, classroom practice, and the challenges they've overcome to teach like a boss. Welcome to Teach Like a Boss podcast. I'm really looking forward to today's uh, episode. I'm sitting here today with Lola Thunderchild and also with Linda Eastman. And we are here to sit down and have a really great conversation about who they are and what their roles are within uh, Fort LaBeouf School Division. And so, like I said, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be a really fun conversation. and I know there's going to be a lot of um, really insightful and excellent things that we can talk about today. So I'm going to introduce uh, Linda first, and I'll let you talk about who you are and what your role is here, here in Fort LaBeouf. Okay. Um, um. I'm Linda Eastman, and I, I, uh, this is my 40th year working here for Fort La Bosse at the Vern Junior High, and I started off as an EA, and then I got into um, teaching the language, but it, it's, uh, it's, it, it's, it was through a principal that he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a late principal now that that got this program into place at the Vern Junior High. And and at that time, I, I always mention this because nobody knows that, but they put that job up for to anybody to apply, and nobody applied. And then they posted it three times. I always remember three times, and nobody applied again. So the principal and the, they had an education committee at that time, and they they just sort of appointed me to take over this job. And I had, like at that time, I didn't, couldn't write in the language and that, but I know I, like I speak the, our language, so I, uh, he's my boss, so I, I went along with it and I just, yeah, okay, so I started. And it, it's a long story of how I couldn't be in a, in a regular classroom with that students because I didn't have a teacher certificate. and. I used to go into the classroom and I sit in the back of the room with the students and be teaching them words and that. And then finally I, I took on the challenge, I guess, to go for my Bachelor of Ed and I went through the Penn program and it's supposed to take four years. But for me, with my age, I guess I, it took five years. And, but but I, was a, I made it and I got my Bachelor of Ed. And I've, since then I've been here teaching the language uh, to our Dakota students, grades one to four at Goldra and then five to eight here at junior high. And I, I enjoy what I'm doing. And I encourage the students, uh, like I came a long ways, because right now I have students that are parents of students I had long <laughs> when I first started uh, <laughs> teaching. So yeah, I thought it's neat and I, I, I know the students uh, really enjoy me because I, I, uh, I talk, I talk to them about. Uh, I know I always encourage the re respecting. Wawohoda is the word for respect in our language, and I encourage them to call me Kunshi. Kunshi is a Dakota word for grandma, and I, they, I just. I just love it when they greet me Kunshi mm -hmm. and they, it's it's natural they'll be calling me Kunshi and then they'll be saying something and it just makes me feel good inside and and it got so too now that uh, 
non-native students are also calling me kunshi. They know that word. So <laughs> it, when I go to, uh, even in Brandon, one time I was at the mall and I was going there and somebody said, hi kunshi. And I looked and here there's a, a student from here, non-native <laughs> student calling me kunshi at the mall, which was, I thought that was very, very good. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I was inspired by that. Yeah. So the word kunshi is really important. And I have to mention something here, it's sort of uh, not funny, but one, like the word kunshi is learned by the little kids as they're like, when they can, as soon as they can speak, kunshi is in them, because they call the kunshi grandma kunshi. And one student at the other school said, uh, what's the Dakota word for kunshi? And I thought that was <laughs> neat because they had thought that kunshi was a, wow. was a yeah. uh, shitu word, I mm -hmm. guess. But they, and that was really, I thought that was really neat that to is say really what cool. it is. <laughs> the Dakota word for kunshi. And so, so that's, I thought uh -huh. I'd share that as a, as a humor thing yeah. there, which is really. And then, and then what do we do in our classroom? Yeah, so they greet me, like whatever, whenever we, uh, like we have a class. And I guess uh, for me, like language and culture, they go together. So mm -hmm. I try like and teach the culture to our, like share long ago of how how I, I, I like lose, using myself in, as an example, because I'm not one that, like to put words on a board or, you know, to get them to read. Like I, I share things of, of, of myself, how I grew up and how I lived through, we lived through when we, there was no electricity, no hydro. And some like, they really like have questions and they're interested in that because they didn't live through those, those times and they find it really like how do you what do you use for toilet paper and all that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so those are some things that they really interest them, and I share those with with them. And my my dad used to get picked up by a farmer to come and work for him on a farm. And this Oshichi man came to the house, and here we went and we're hiding behind the house. We're peeking because first time I ever saw Oshichi man, hmm. and that was I was I don't know we were scared of him or I don't know. But now today, when I think at my age, like you know, it's th things that you like remember about your past and mm -hmm. like today, I don't know. I just think about that now. And I shared that with that on that vid on that thing. You should maybe see that sometimes. Okay. Uh, the one down has. But I was telling. That's is what I share with the the who And then I have Leo, Blaze, and that CG that have the Coda class. And I use them to ask them like what like and uh, they, they feel good because here's all the Shitu class. And then they they know what I'm what I like we do here in class and then mm. so. Sometimes I bring them up here just to see our classroom, what's all up here and that. And it's, it's I, I enjoyed that class because I, I don't know, I'm trying to get across to the Oshiju students about our culture so that, you know, we can show respect to each other, that we're all equal. Because mm -hmm. I, I even shared that growing up, like I used to think that, because our, like our people, nobody was, 
teacher, nobody was an RCMP, nobody was a doctor or anything like that. But now today, when you can compare that from long ago to today, I'm very proud to say that we have lots, like even myself, like at my old age, I went to BU, got my Bachelor of Ed, and I'm here today, like I mm -hmm. I use myself as an example. And so I tell them that I used to think the RCMP were up here, nurses, teachers. That was when I was young, like seeing, but maybe they were, but that was my feeling. But now today, when I see an RCMP out there, like, we're, we're equal. Mm -hmm. I'm equal to that RCMP. Like, and, but that's my age now, I guess. That's how I see it. So I try and share that with the young people mm -hmm. and the non-native. Mm -hmm. Keep calling them Ashichu. They know the word Ashichu. <laughs> this yeah. is the first time I talked them with Ashichu. Yeah. So, so that was, that's some of my uh, teachings I do. And I tell them, I'm not teaching you, I'm sharing. That's hmm. what I tell them. So you take whatever you want. And I know some are not interested, but at least if I can get over half of them to listen to me and share my culture and language with them. So I go in there, like I say that to them, because that's good morning. Yeah. And they say it back to me. And I, I don't know, I, I, like, I like that class, literacy class is what they... What I like to talk to them about is the, the seven teachings of how you know, having respect for each other, for anybody, mm -hmm. respect for themselves, for teachers, for parents, and and all that, and they enjoy that, and they look forward to our our feast season feast. Mm -hmm. They're asking mm -hmm. me about feast season feast. We didn't have our winter no, one. When are we going to have it? They're saying <laughs> no. that. So, okay. so we got to. I said we're going to talk about that. Hmm. Yeah, well, that we'll have it before the spring one yeah. comes yeah. up. So, yeah. What's so what? That's, what date was it that you normally have that the winter feast? It's supposed to be December 20, 21st, but okay. there's so much happening before Christmas that we didn't have it, and we said after January, but now we didn't, yeah. and now we're yeah. February. And I'm thinking of maybe a Valentine's yeah. Day one. I don't know. I'm trying to get across to the Oshiju students about our culture so that. You know, we can show respect to each other that we're all equal. Because mm -hmm. I, I even shared that growing up, like I used to think that, because our, like our people, nobody was teacher, nobody was a RCMP, nobody was a doctor or anything like that. But now today, when you can compare that from long ago to today, I'm very proud to say that we have lots. Like even myself, like at my old age, I went to BU got my Bachelor of Ed and I'm here today, like I, mm -hmm. share, I use myself as an example. And so I tell them that I used to think the RCMP were up here, nurses, teachers. That was when I was young, like seeing, but maybe they were, but that was my feeling. But now today when I see an RCMP out there, like we're, we're equal. Mm -hmm. I'm equal to that RCMP, like, and but that's my age now. I guess that's how I see it. So I try and share that with the young people mm -hmm. and the non-native. Mm -hmm. Keep calling them Ashichu. They know the word Ashichu. <laughs> this yeah. is the first time I talked them Ashichu. Yeah. So, so that was that's some of my uh, teachings I do, and I tell them I'm not teaching you. I'm sharing. That's hmm. what I tell them. So you take whatever you want and. I know some are not interested, but at least if I can get over half of them to listen to me and share my culture and language with them. So I go in there, like I say that to them, because that's good morning. Yeah. And they say it back to me. And I, I don't know, I, I, like, 
I like that class, literacy class is what they, hmm. a grade seven class, so. Right on. Uh, How many are in that class? I think there's 15. Mr. Rutledge's class. 18. Yeah, 18. Yeah. Wow, that's excellent. Because you do that second class. Yeah, day two, yeah. Hmm. So that's what I do. And I always remember to Mr. Jones, his class, uh, when I was in EA, he got me to talk to a class and once I, I, I talked about the four, like the medicines we use and like sweetgrass, cedar, sage, and tobacco, and here one, I always remember one student sitting there when I was talking about sweetgrass, he kept going, going like that, and that's when I just told the whole class that that's one, that's an example of one where that, where did you hear that? Who did you hear it from? Didn't say anything. So I said, like, coming from me, like that's not what we use it for. That's that's our like we use that. And so, hmm. so any any other students sitting here, if you hear something like that, don't believe it. Don't listen to it. If you want to know something, ask me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess dispelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dispelling those um, those mindsets, right? Those mm -hmm. things that people yeah. might have that that aren't right. You know, yeah. and, and could be negative. Like they could be. And now you can take that and, and turn it into something positive, mm -hmm. right? Just bring, bringing the truth in. Yeah. Which so is I so important, right? So. My age yeah. now, I just. Tell it like you yeah. know. I lived a long life, and so I just you earned it. Now. <laughs> You've earned it you now. Earned it. <laughs> so that's what I say. Like so now today, like everybody's equal. Mm -hmm. I, I I I say that, and I always use that that medicine wheel up there with the four colors too. Like those are that's the four races of people. Like mm. you know, so we just we're all equal. Mm -hmm. Nobody's up here. Nobody's down here. That's right. what I tell them. Yeah, we're all equal. So yeah, we have our beating class too uh, every day five enrichment class, and the, but the little ones, grade five and sixes, want to do some beating too. Hmm. But they were, we tell them not till your grade seven, but <laughs> okay. we should we yeah. should really start and yeah. get them mm -hmm. to do grade five and sixes too, because right. they're really like some are really talented too. Yeah. And but I tell them that you gotta have patience to do some beating, because <laughs> some just just give up and they don't want to do it. But it's an experience for them yeah, you know, for sure. to do that beating. What else do we well, I'm going to let Lola introduce okay. herself yeah, and then we'll stop. come back. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm, just going all, I'm just remembering all the things she's saying. I'm like, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Lola Thunderchild. I'm from uh, Chinupuakba, uh, born and raised there. Um, my mom is from there. Was born or raised by all the female in our family. Uh, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother. Um, I came through the school system here through Fort LaBosse um, and I graduated in 93 from the collegiate. I didn't think I was going to come back to Fort LaBosse though. <laughs> here you are. <laughs> I tried so hard to get out of here and then I come back. But um, no, uh, once I left the community, I was started at the university. I started on my um, Bachelor of Ed, actually, which I should... They keep saying, go back and finish. But I'm, like, I'm happy where I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, once I came into some health issues, um, and then I... Just for my kids, I said one of the, like some life-changing decisions had to be made, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I said I wanted to give uh, like my kids a chance at the school system I grew up in with non-natives combined with natives. Um, and so I said, if anything became open in Burton, I said, I think I'd, I'd apply and come back. And then it just so happened, it did. Like mm -hmm. it, yeah. <laughs> so I came back, I came, I, I came, applied, and I got the position um, as an EA here. Um, I brought the, the, my oldest son back into, I think he started in grade eight uh, at this school when mm -hmm. we first came. And he was already playing hockey with Verdon, so he knew some of the kids here. Mm -hmm. um, and Linda was here yet. Um, who was, there was an EA here before me, I think right? the ones I remember was Harriet. Harriet, Harriet Chamakis. Kim, 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 Kim McKay. Yeah, Kim mm -hmm. was here too mm -hmm. for a while. Kelly, I think. Kelly was yeah. here too. Yeah, so there was always a position at this school. Mm -hmm. um, but... There's been nobody at the collegiate for a while, nobody at the high school level. They have a position at the Golter School. I went over there for a year too um, during my time here. I thought I would go try it, but it's too uh, simple over there. Like it's mm. too, you know, the kids are just learning their basics, which is good, mm -hmm. but for me, the challenge, um, I felt I could be more useful with this age group. Mm -hmm. Well, especially at this time in their life. Yeah. You know, that grade five through eight is so important. And they're going through so much. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're discovering who they are. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that's what they always say in the classroom. You treat us like human beings. I said, well, you are. I said, you're just finding yourselves. I said, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when I started here, uh, like I said, I didn't know any of the kids. I knew some of the staff because the staff were still here from when I went to school here. Um, the first year I was here, I started to notice, and I, I remembered, um, I, I had to think about what I was gonna do here. Like I said, I wanted to be somebody, because like I said, I've been through the system. I know what, was, what wasn't there when I came through to school here, mm -hmm. so I wanted to kind of be that person. Yeah, provide that support. Yeah. The, the one that you know those kids are going to need. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I I started. And then we started doing um, cultural stuff, like I said, with uh, Linda and I would get together and sit in here and chat and we mm -hmm. wanted to do these feasts and like I said, just with my health issues, I wanted to give back and, mm -hmm. and um, feed, like do a uh, thank you or give back yeah. somehow. Uh, just to be grateful to be still here. Mm -hmm. So we started doing these feasts, and it was like the kids are just, gosh, like they take so much pride mm -hmm. in in these feasts and coming to them. and Because um, they're, they're bringing their food, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're all contributing, and they're part of it. And yeah. it's, it's an ownership. It is. Yeah, because they actually feel like this is... And it's part of who they are. Yep. And that's and, the other special thing about it, too. Yeah. And they have feasts on the reserve, and they're just like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, a feast like like at home. And mm -hmm. I said, yeah, but mm -hmm. it's only, like, it's here. We're bringing yeah. it here. Yeah. And we've also had lots of non-Native kids wanting to come. So sometimes we let, to, like, we'll say, tell them to invite a friend, mm -hmm. if, depending on how much food there is. If there's right. lots of food, bring somebody. We invite, um, I've been trying Staff. to invite... Yeah. Uh, four different staff members mm. each time to come in and uh, experience the feast with us. We had guests come 
Yeah, one time. from Sinukokpa. Yeah, from the yeah. chief and council. We had uh, somebody from Regina come, that oh, yeah, see. that lady who came. And then you present her with a skirt. She, she yeah. Okay. Gifts. Yeah. yeah, she has gifts for, yeah. for our, anybody yeah. that is a visitor to the school. She yeah. always has a gift. Wow. But that's in our culture, too, that, right. that long ago, I remember, too, my grandma. So I should take yeah, over no, no, what's that's good. My grandma, but uh, when, uh, I used to wonder, like, times were hard back then, but I remember my kumshi, my, my dad's mom, she, when somebody comes to visit before she go, they go back, she'll give them a gift. Like, wow. that's for, like, to appreciation for yeah. coming, coming for a visit. Yeah, dressing no. your house. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's when, that's our, you know, culture, too, yeah. like, giving them a gift before they go home. Yeah, and so yeah. being able to do that here mm-hmm. and showing these kids who maybe they won't see it somewhere else, like here's an opportunity for you to show them this is part of who we are as the Dakota yeah. people, you know. Yeah. We're giving gifts. We're, we're welcoming those that are visitors and we're, we're, we're thanking them for being here. You yeah, know? even yeah. with the Olympians that mm. um, Paige and Brady, oh, yeah. Yeah. when they came, uh, <laughs> I made them little <laughs> keychain uh, moccasins with um, the Olymp- Olympic logo and stuff oh, wow. on there. Yeah. And so on behalf, well, because this is Dakota territory, right. I said on behalf of us and the Dakota Chinookwa students, we presented them with those. And anybody who comes, we do keychains and. Remember that guy? Uh, he was uh, walking for that those um, Humboldt. Bronco, those yeah, the oh, Bronco, right. okay. uh, yeah. those guys that got yeah. killed in that accident. Mm-hmm. He was wa- coming from where Ontario. Yeah. He was walking. He came here, stopped here, okay. and we had a. She made a keychain. It's all in green. Wow. He represented that to him too, and he was all. He really was happy. yeah. It just happened yeah. to be in perfect mm-hmm. colors. Yeah. Too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One of the many yeah that we do. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, skirts. Uh, we tell the girls to bring their skirts, and and we presented some of our guests with um with the skirt, because mm-hmm. like that's the culture. It's more than just the language. It's mm-hmm. it's the culture. Mm-hmm. We have a powwow, which I applied for funding for again. Yeah. And I, I think that's a real highlight. Like I when know. I look at the powwow, and that that to me is one of those things that people look forward to. And it's not just Virgin Junior High, it's not just Golter, it's it's division wide. And the town. Right, yeah, and the yeah, town. Itself. And the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, town wide, it's open to the community, surrounding areas, all Fort LaBelle schools. We average about. Um, well, I plan for about 1,500 students. Hmm. And like I said, it's open. We do the old folks' homes, and they came from Saskatchewan. Hmm. Um, everywhere. Like, it was, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, turned into a big event. <laughs> it is a big event. Well, it's become it's a highlight, for sure. Like, people are talking about it now. Like, they look forward to it. You yeah. Know, like it's, and it's then did you get a teepee, too, from Yeah, somewhere. we yeah. bought the teepee. Yeah. There was extra funding for a teepee. Uh, we own that now. I, I will say that belongs to Fort LaBosse and to the kids. Mm-hmm. And it's open to any schools who um, want to borrow it or use it for any kind of teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's there for them, too. Wow. Um, Don and I went to that Inspire conference. Right. Yeah. In Edmonton uh, last year in November, mm-hmm. um, but, and we just went basically to go and brag about Burden Junior High and Chinookawakwa. <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable representing Fort Boss because I'm not a Fort Boss uh, employee. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm still employed through Chinookawakwa. Right. Yeah. And so I could talk about the Chinookawakwa part of it and being a previous student. But I needed somebody from Fort LaBosse. So I asked Don to come with me. Yeah. 
automatically we were they were just like well that's weird like <laughs> an EA and a principal co-presenting <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> I was just like well you know it's kind of a unique situation yeah uh, so we started off with that conference we showed Linda's video mm. um, and then they had questions about the culture and then um, they were like there's still Dakota in Canada hmm. and I was just like yeah there's like we're, we're here yeah, like, exactly. look at me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was still Dakota in Canada I said yeah like mm-hmm. but mind you we're like we're a very small number right, right yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we got into the whole treaty stuff and mm. that was put us in another unique situation um, of, of topic during our our presentation um, when with Linda explained her position here, we talked about the agreement between Fort Labas and Chinupuakba. Mm-hmm. That was another unique situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just it was all around like really well taken. Right on. It was and it was good. And like I said, Don was there to explain the Fort Labas side of it. Uh, we talked about the school, the library resources we have um, for First Nations. Um, topics mm-hmm. in the library. We talked about uh, Linda and I being resources for uh, like classroom topics and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's we have a really good um, program. And with yeah. the with the buses coming in, yeah, they were wondering about the buses, after school programs. Uh, we talked about. Yeah, our feasts, the powwow. Right I'm looking forward to February 21. Hmm. They're getting Eugene to come out there. And I think it's Miss Whelan's is mm-hmm. one that really Pushes, is uh, yeah. to mm-hmm. our culture. She's she's really there. like to. So I think she, through her, they're getting Eugene to come out for the whole day on February 21 mm-hmm. to put his display and explain all, like, whatever. And Will wants me to be over there the whole day. Right on. And yeah. Yeah. I was going to offer my... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, do we call it service? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And that knowledge, right? Experience. Yeah. 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 To, the, to the, mm-hmm. all the staff here to, if yeah. they, like, you know, if they want me to go into their classroom or to talk to the students about anything about our culture, language, I'm, I'm more than happy to go in and yeah. share what, like, you know, of my, what my culture and all. You know how we have that whole, uh, the whole school in the beginning of September? Oh, right, oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where yeah. I had thought that they, that I would like to see someone, because they did that one, how many years ago was that with that, he, he now retired, that, what's his name, that broken leg? leg oh, or right. Martin, uh, Martin. Broken yeah. leg. Yeah, that's broken a long time ago. Was, that was yeah, before my was, time, even. Yeah. Was it? Yes. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. did. He, he really, did very well. He did <laughs> really well. He talked <laughs> about how it is with our our Dakota students, well, First Nation students, how, and I would really like to see that, and it did really hit our, yeah. like, uh, the culture, the, co- the culture, yeah. how yeah. some of these students, like, the teachers don't know where they're, like, they're coming from, so he's, he is stressed that to see a student come, get off the bus, like, greet them, mm-hmm. make, like, you know, yeah. happy yeah. to see them, they're here, like, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that, but since then he retired. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I think too, like as an educator, I found it was that moment, like you said, talk to the students, get to know them, mm. and that's actually where I learned a ton of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've, I've had resources like yourself, and I've actually learned a lot from you, both mm. of you, and so that part of it's really amazing and really, really special, but then I found even learning the language and that kind of thing was actually from the students themselves. 
you know, like just talking to students and just being around them and, and being part of that. When you were here, that I wanted to tell you too that I, I really felt happy when you talked about yourself and how you were in Sioux Valley mm. and how you were talking about the culture and, and all that. Like I felt, I sat there, I felt proud because mm. here's some young teachers and I know that, oh yeah, we forgot to mention about that blanket exercise that, oh, okay. oh my God, uh, that Mrs., what is her name, Spidell? All right, yeah. She came and yeah. did that. Oh, I, that was a very powerful yeah. exercise she did. And I've seen some, about three lady teachers, they had tears. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, we can bring in. And I know those are the ones that are coming for the heart for the right. First Nation And that's, that's what you want. You that's want those what, people that, yeah, that have yeah, a heart for it. That's and what yeah. I wanted and to it's, see. it's about those kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that wraps up this episode of Teach Like a Boss. Thank you to Linda Eastman and to Lola Thunderchild for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you for tuning in. Any of the resources or information mentioned in this podcast can be found in this episode's show notes, available at www.flbsd.mv.ca forward slash podcast. Join us next time as real teachers continue to share their journeys and inspire you to teach like a boss.